Oh, hello. Welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Look, have come on in. Have a drink. Why not? Oh, it's quite uncomfortable. Uh, you're about to watch me uh, present my Leicester Square Theatre podcast with my guest, Diane Morgan. Last week, I told you of ways that you could uh, help us make more internet stuff. So go to uh, gofasterstripe.com slash badges, basically, if you want to help with that. But if you want to give me some money, then why not come and see me on my tour called Happy Now? Go to richcharing.com slash happy underscore now slash tour. Buy a ticket to that, I'll get some of that money. Come and see us here at uh, the Leicester Square Theatre, uh, recording some more of these. Go to thelestersquaretheatre.com, I'll get some of that money. Go to gofasterstrike.com and buy all of my DVDs and books. If everyone who watched this and listened to this bought me bought one of my DVDs, then I could retire. Oh no, I, I would definitely carry on. Uh, and uh, so those are the ways that you can uh, help me and bring up my tiny family and make sure they have enough to eat. Or just carry on enjoying this for free because it's here for free, thanks to all the people who gave to the Kickstarter to do that. Uh, and uh, it will continue to be free. Just tell your friends if you've enjoyed it. That would be a nice thing to do. Uh, anyway, let's sit back and enjoy Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast with Diane Morgan. <laughs> Just fell over. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who's never had his penis, marmite penis licked by a cat. It's Richard Herring. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You should have killed me last year. So welcome to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast, or as some of the cool kids are calling it, Rahel Estepa. Yes! Oh, they're calling it... They go Rahel that's what they do. Uh, that's it, that's what they say. Uh, so thank you, it's good. Someone, someone's paying attention. Uh, so uh, um, I was talking last week to a last week's audience, uh, who are uh, very similar to you in a lot of ways. Uh, they... Um, about some idea about it'd be nice, wouldn't it, if everyone was a baby? If everyone became a baby, that would be nice. But then I thought it might be quite a good sort of zombie film where some people turn into babies, and then if anyone touches those babies, they turn into babies. I thought that that'd be quite a cool. It'd be difficult to read because they're quite cute. You know, oh, and then oh no, I forgot to turn into a baby. But also it'd be quite sick because like there'd be if there was like a plane full of people and then one of them was infected and became a baby, they'd all become babies. And then part of the film would be a plane of babies flying into a mountain. <laughs> I think I would pay to see. So it would cater people who like babies. Go ah, oh, lots of babies and people who. And then you have to kill the the babies so they don't infect you. So just lots of. <laughs> And uh, someone on Twitter came up with a great, a great title for that, Zombabies, Zombies, Zombies. And, and then it turns out there's already a film called that, so I was quite annoyed about that. And then somehow on Twitter it came up to the idea of uh, having Wombles as zombies, which I, that, would, that would be amazing, right? Overground, underground, it would be an amazing, amazing thing. So we'll, that's, that's what I've been thinking about. There's two, I managed to pitch two films uh, uh, in one night on Twitter, so that's the Zombabies and Wom, either Wombies, but that would look like Woomies if you wrote it down. So I think that's a... So I think Zombles is a better... Z Zombles or Zombie Wombles. I just have to get the rights from Elizabeth Berthard and maybe Mike Batt. I think I got the name of the author of that right. Anyone correct me? Was Elizabeth Berthard who wrote the Wombles? Yes, it was. Yes, it was, which we all knew it was. We just didn't, we didn't want to applaud your excellent memory skills. So uh, my, my first guest this week... <laughs> on this week's show. Uh, she's probably best known as Various from Robert's Web. <laughs> I loved her as that Various. Will you please welcome Diane Morgan, ladies and gentlemen. It's Diane Morgan. Welcome, hello. 
pick up a microphone and then you hold it near your face and then we're off. Is this Stuart's? That is, uh, no, I think these are fresh. These are fresh oh, new right. ones that have come out just for us. I didn't, I didn't think they were there, but they are there. There's lots of water down there. Uh, so, do you remember? Bit, and Robert's Web is my, it's not the best name for a TV show. Clever, uh, though, isn't it? It's quite clever, but it's not as good as Improvisation, My Dear Mark Watson. <laughs> which, if you've been that in that. Real? Yeah. <laughs> but Robert's Web, because he's called Robert Webb, and he was yeah, about the yeah, internet, inter, yeah. interweb. Yeah. So that was quite good. And he also was he present inside? He was in a web, wasn't he? When he was sort of dressed as a that spider. That would have been better. He yeah. should have been in a web. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he wasn't. He was just behind a desk. <laughs> what did you? What was your various roles in that? I, I did uh, some sketches with Joe Wilkinson. Oh yes, I know him. Yeah, beardy Joe Wilkinson. He was very successful now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we did some sketches together. Some sort of green screen sketches. Oh okay. They're on the internet. Like I think I watched them. some of them. They're very good. I didn't realise they were from Robert's Web. I have more respect for Robert's Web. Oh, now. no. Another no. one you're thinking of. Not, oh, yeah. not the really good ones. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> the quite poor ones okay. that we made for Robert's Web. OK. <laughs> <laughs> good. And uh, so, well, you've been, you've been doing comedy and comedy acting. You were in a Ken, were you in a Ken Campbell play. Was that one of the first? Yes. Ones? Was Ken Campbell the yes. directing? Wow. Yeah, I love Ken Campbell. Ken Campbell. Did you meet him? Um, I, I didn't. I went to see one of his 24-hour things, uh, and yeah. then I got too tired and had to go home. Right, yeah. Because I, I, like I like sleeping. I think that would have been... I don't think that would have been the one you did, because that was, uh, like, Ye in the 1990s. Yeah, that'll be the one. we the same one. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, I know I'm ancient. Yeah. Not look it. Because um, <laughs> the first one was in the 60s. I right, think. yeah, I, I wasn't in to see that, that one. one. I, I was in, I was so in the you, 90s. Okay. Because it was the first job I ever got out of drama school. I was unemployed for years after drama school. And I went to this bookshop in Camden, wearing this really weird woolly hat, because it was winter. <laughs> and Because I'd heard there was a notice board in this bookshop for actors that had jobs on it and things. So I went to look at this notice board, really miserable I was staring at this notice board then all of a sudden I heard this voice saying aren't you an actress? <laughs> and I turned around and thought oh my god that's the guy from uh, In Sickness and In Health yeah. he was Alf Garnett's neighbour and uh, he said come downstairs um, I think I might have a part for you oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah Ken oh, yeah. <laughs> dirty beggar <laughs> um and it was weird, I went downstairs and there was a group of actors all sat in a circle. All the men were wearing red lipstick. <laughs> uh, but I, they auditioned me, I got the part, the rest is history. <laughs> I, I was on in, I think, the 18th hour. Oh, we, I didn't see you then. I was meant to review it for the uh, Sunday Times. Oh, really? Yeah, and I honestly, I got, and I love Ken Campbell. Yeah. Uh, and I just couldn't follow it, and I was too. T I was just too tired. But I love sleeping. Me. Yeah. No, so like I going do. to see a twenty-four hour play was a stupid. Idea. I nearly missed it myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I really, I've, I loved him so much. I, 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 um, I wrote a, a thing that I realised I should have got him to be in. Oh. I wrote this thing with about. Uh, so a script sitcom about our local bar in Ballam, which is called uh, Goblins. We used to talk about yeah. it all the time, but I, I, an idea of that, um, a Scrabble club running from that. And I realised too late that he would have been a great person he to be. He would have been perfect. But then also he died four months later, so it was good, you know, it would have been yeah. annoying to get him. And then, and then, like, then he died. And then he the show. Yeah, but it didn't happen anyway. <laughs> so, you know, it would have been good to have him on it. Yeah, and then it's he good died. to have Ken in anything. Yeah. He's always is. an asset, wasn't he? He was, he was amazing. 
He did fantastic on one man shows. Did you ever see? I one never one saw show? any of them oh, live, amazing. but I saw them, you know, yeah. later. Oh well, dead now. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> But I've been having a very enjoyable uh, day, uh, weekend, watching uh, two episodes of MASH and bits and pieces of that, which is I loved on the radio. I always just to listen to that driving. Did always you? came on. Well, yeah, when you're driving around. It's kind of, it was quite like late, about, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah well, that's because so for a comedian, it's fantastic. Mm. But it was it's like a sketch show, but it's not like usual Radio 4 sketch yeah. shows where all the men talk in the same voice. Yeah, we slipped through the net at the BBC. Yeah. But they didn't want our TV pilot, though. They They turned it down after three years. Did they? Three years they kept us waiting. And then they went, nah. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite, you're sort of mostly just yourselves, whatever characters you are. Yeah, very low energy. I like that. Yeah, well, we we decided, because we both started doing stand-up at the same time and hated it, that we would do sketches. And we watched a lot of sketch acts that were around at the time. And a lot of them were sort of bound on stage... Very, uh, you know, Oxbridgey. No, <laughs> no offence. Um, <laughs> and just be really full of energy and, and happy, and it was just awful. <laughs> and we thought, if we do something, let's not do that, you know. Let's just go on and just be normal. You know, let's tell them what's happening, what's going to happen, you know. And we did. Yeah. And people liked it. Set the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know anything about anything. Yeah. It's a nice relationship you have with Joe in that it's mainly about you, you just don't being, know him. being rude to him. <laughs> it's been... It's, it's, it's been quite nasty to him. There's a lot of stuff that is about him being knocked back by you. Yeah. As a friend and a lover. And yeah. Well, we decided to put that in because cause, just because it's a man and a woman, people automatically think, oh, well, are they going out? Is there something going... It doesn't necessarily... <laughs> you could just be friends. So we always used to do start the show with, you know, oh, tell them we're not going out. <laughs> just to get it out in the open. It looked more like I don't want people thinking I'm going out with you, to be honest, yeah. from your point of view. <laughs> <laughs> that as well. Yeah. Uh, and, well, you, you've sort of... You've done a lot of different kind of... Um, Thing. So you were stand I've up. Done everything. You've I've done, done everything. I've, I've tried some... everything. Acting, stand up. Yeah. Sketch shows, Sketch, short films. Radio, short films. I've been around for ages. <laughs> <laughs> God bless Charlie Brooker. <laughs> 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 how did it? How did the Charlie Brooker thing come about? Because it started. People as... always ask me that. Like I did a raffle. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> so, but it's such a genius character, and it feels like it sort of came. It sort of it's evolved. It's basically though. just me, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, if so, then you're very, very funny because it's just like, like someone having, you know, looking at world events mm. in a slightly stupid, but actually yeah. quite. It's a perceptive. It slices through to the heart Thank of the matter. Thank you. It? I had to audition for it. Did you? Oh, yeah. So was his? It was a was it a written thing or was it? It was because there's a character called Barry Shippies. There is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to hear more about him. And what, he's, <laughs> what he's like in real life. <laughs> and uh, they wanted a female Barry Shippies. They yeah. decided, but they wanted someone posh, so that it didn't look like we were taking the piss out of people with regional accents. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's called Philomena, because she was meant to be quite posh. But then I turned up, I did my posh bit, and I said, actually, can I try it in my own accent? Because I think it's funnier. 
And they were like, oh, I'm not so sure about that. I'll go on then. So I did it and, uh, and then didn't hear anything for ages. And then, <laughs> then I heard it got, got the job. Right. Mm. I think, but I think there's a lot to be said about it. And when I was doing radio sketch shows, it was often, you know, you'd do something and there'd be like a French character in it and then people would do that French accent. And you kind of go, can we just do it not in a French accent? Because <laughs> it's much, you lose yeah. all the nuance of the... Exactly. If you're putting on a character, you lose the nuance yeah. of... I think it's funny. The more sincere and truthful it looks, the, yeah. the funnier it is. Yeah. If it had been a, a character that looked like, you know, it's just someone acting, it's just not as funny, I think. No. It's, well, I was, there's so many brilliant ones. And I was watching the one where you were um, talking about Die Hard 5. Oh, yeah, that's one that's of my favourites. <laughs> yeah. But it's just because it's, you, it goes on and on <laughs> about how, much you, how brilliant it looks and yeah. everything. But didn't, without saying anything bad about it, it completely pulls the film apart. Yeah, I think Barry Shippies starts the sketch off <laughs> saying that... Yeah. Uh, I thought he was like, he thought he was watching the TV from across the room and he, he thought Bruce Willis was Jasper Carrot. <laughs> he thought Golden Balls had come back. <laughs> is that the name of the programme, yes. Golden Balls? It is. Sounds like I'm making it up. <laughs> Golden Balls. It is. Yeah. It's based on the prisoner's dilemma that. Uh, is it? I think that's what What's it's called. What's the prisoner's dilemma? Yeah. It's the thing about whether you, if you have, both have an opportunity to have something, you can share it or one of you can have it. If you sh- if you what if you both say you're what is it what if you both say you're I mean basically it's what happens in Golden Balls if you've got some money I, know, I didn't watch it then you can either choose to share it in which case you'll get it if you if if you both say if, if you both say share you get it if you both I'm, say I'm steal you don't get it it's it's a really good show anyway Golden Balls <laughs> you've made me wish it had come I'm a big fan of uh, game shows do you really? watch do you watch them not do you watch really Tipping Point no uh, you'd like that. That's, that's easier to explain than uh, Golden Balls. Do you know those? Oh, do you know what I was thinking when you said Tipping Point? What? I was thinking of that lesbian drama. Tipping the Velvet. That. Different. That different would make game. a good game show as well. It's quite a different, different kind of late night thing. No, it's, it's like you know when you go to arcades and you put two p in and it goes like that. Yeah, on the shelves. It's that. that. Oh, that's it's a game great. show. I love, that. Those, I love those things. Yeah, yeah. Two P things. I went on one. I went to Southwold. You must go if you've if you haven't right. never been Southwold because they've got some of those two P machines. Oh, great! I put like in one pound twenty. I only got about ten P back. So oh. can't. Sometimes there's a digital watch at the side. Yeah, I won. Uh, I won uh, little dice. Did you? And I won a crayon and I won a sweet. You're really I won, good. I won a sweet and uh, I ate the sweet and I, when I unwrapped it, it was like completely stuck. And like, you know, like it when they really... It must have been in there for decades. <laughs> it was in there for a long time. And I said, my wife said, don't eat that. And I, I, had, I ate it. I ate it. But in Southwell Pier, you've got to go. Where They've is got this, Southwell? It's like on, I don't know, it's near the uh, nuclear reactor. In, uh, <laughs> which, uh, it's in uh, Suffolk. Uh, and it's near, what's that place called? The, the, uh, what's, the, what's it called now? The, my brain's gone to jelly. I've done one of these. Chernobyl, it's near Chernobyl, that's where it's near. <laughs> and uh, there's a pier, but on the pier they've got this brilliant artist whose name escapes through the second, and they, put, they do loads of ar- arcade games, but they're really weird things, like they, uh, like they put your, some, hair, some of your hair into yeah. it, and then it gives you a DNA analysis of it. It's a kind of joke that's thing. That's brilliant. It's like a joke thing. But right, it's, it's and so you pay that. loads of money for it, so it's like an arcade, but you I get like an artistic experience. Yeah, I did one of those. Tim Hunkin, that's who it is. Thank you very much. They're like Wikipedia, my yeah. audience. Good on. It's not a very, not a very efficient Wikipedia. But... So no, I don't like game shows. No. Okay. <laughs> You're doing a game show though, right? 
I'll do them. Mr. Mr. Game Show is your new show. Oh, that one, yeah. Is that is that a game show? Is that a show about a game show? It's uh, well, we haven't sorted it out yet. Okay. (laughs) Having a run through tomorrow. Oh yeah. No, Tuesday. Um, (laughs) It it'll have games in it. Yeah. And other stuff. Is it you and Mike Wozniak? Yeah. Who's been on this, uh, on the, not, not the real one, the McCunthith one. Not the real one. Uh, uh, so he's, he's not good enough to be on the real one. Dying, dying, <laughs> dying. Is, there, is there anything you can tell us about that or is it all top secret? Top secret. Top secret, okay. I don't know. No. You interview comedians as well. This is a yeah, little theme. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, yeah. On the radio. On the radio. I've heard, yeah. I heard you on the way when I was coming back from a gig the Did other day. You? Yeah, I listened to Who you. Who was ra- it? Oh, wasn't the American girl, was it? Yeah, it was. Oh. <laughs> wasn't a good one. <laughs> I knew it'd be that one. <laughs> she didn't seem one. to. She didn't seem to get quite get. Because it was August, you see. There yeah. wasn't many comedians. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have come on. I've been at home all the August. You could have had me on. Oh yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. How do you come up with your questions for the comedians that you have when you I'd have? I sit there. I think. Yeah. I, well, I, th- I used the uh, Have You Ever Seen a Ghost one as well. Yeah, we did that backstage. Have you yeah. ever seen a ghost? It was a really good answer. Yeah, I regretted doing it backstage. <laughs> it's for the people who pay a pound. You get, you get, a, you get a secret channel. <laughs> or you can just ask me later. Yeah. She, has, she has seen a, she's seen a ghost and definitely has seen a ghost. Mm. It's worth a pound a month to yeah. find out about that. Uh, it's quite a hard coming up with questions, isn't it, for comedians? It really is. Yeah. I usually ask the same ones every Yeah, every I do time. that as well. <laughs> But this time I've got... I'll ask this one because someone asked me to do this one. I've got a thing called Desert Island Dicks. Oh, brilliant. It's not what you're thinking, though. If you were a standard on a desert island, what eight Richards would you take with you? It's a difficult question. It used there up a lot of time. There are a lot of Richards, there? are, there? but it's kind of hard to bring eight to mind. It's easy to get about three and then you'll find it's difficult, but I do... Oh, oh I, I can do think sit Richard Madeley. Yeah, definitely can have him. He wouldn't be one of the eight. <laughs> I'm, I'm there, I'm, I'm there. Oh, you're already yeah, on there? I'm there. So what, what, I need seven or another eight? <laughs> you need another eight. I'm the, I'm the Shakespeare. Richard. I'm Richard the Shakespeare. Third. Yeah, good. It's weird how that's the second time Richard, this has happened. Richard. There's two more what obvious the ones. Richards on there? Richard. Richard Attenborough, you'd be brilliant You can't, you're not allowed to ask, if you ask the audience, that does not count, so that is one. <laughs> it's about whether Richard. you can think of eight different I Richards. I can think of Richard. I know, it's difficult. <laughs> I'm going to make this into a game show <laughs> called How Many Richards Can You Think Of? It's kind of ruined because people will prepare at home if they know yeah. it. If it's a game show, they'll come in and they'll have a list of a million Richards. <laughs> you should have some tense music playing. <laughs> I'll put that in later. Uh, okay, I'll ask you one of the, So that's an old one, so we'll ask, that didn't work. So we'll ask well. you uh, a new one. Has anything you've written ever then come true? Like in the case of Charlie Brooker writing about oh, David yeah. Cameron God, having sex like with a pig. Nostradamus, isn't he? And then it turned uh, out he had done that. Well, it's sort of like Nostradamus, but re- re- prophesizing something that's already happened. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. isn't as good. No. If <laughs> you think about it. Uh, no, because I write, you know, stupid stuff. <laughs> things that couldn't possibly... Yeah. Or just dull things. <laughs> <laughs> Two spiders could have come oh, to yeah, life and yeah. talked about stuff. God, you've really done your homework, haven't you? I looked, I watched you, you? I know, I That's my, most of your sketches are just two spiders talk, <laughs> talking about stuff. I like it, it's good. Um, uh, oh, great, I'll ask, that one didn't work either. Okay, uh, <laughs> why can't everyone be babies? 
Because, well, we'd all die out, wouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, we would, but it'd be, it'd be a great day, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> it'd just be a great day. You wouldn't even remember, you're not even conscious as a wouldn't baby. Matter. Would, wouldn't matter, we'd be oh, babies, no. it wouldn't matter. No. 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 <laughs> I think you are conscious as a baby, you just will you're forget not, it. You're not. You are. You're not. Like a, like a seven-month-old baby. I don't think I was fully conscious until I was about nine. <laughs> what's, what's your earliest... I was re, You know the Guardian thing where they ask you what's your earliest memory? Someone's earliest memory was when they were seven years old. Go, that yeah, can't be cool. your earliest memory. <laughs> 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 they remember going to school for, the, for seven years old. Seven, yeah, that's so you could watch your because my earliest memory, I reckon, I can remember the um, moon launch going in 1969, and I was under two. I was two then. Yeah, no, you haven't. You just think you can remember. I think I can remember it. No, I don't think so. I don't. It's not just that I think I can remember it. I think <laughs> I can remember it. I, th <laughs> I think you get confused as well with things you've seen. Yeah. You think they're memories, but they're not. They're photographs or things like that. Yeah. I think I, my earliest remember, memory was... Um, I must have been about... two. Mm. And it was reaching into uh, a toy, sort of... <laughs> I think it was like a wooden caravan. <laughs> that was one of my toys. <laughs> <laughs> and putting bricks inside, and my brother taking the bricks out again, not understanding why he wasn't leaving them in. Right. Yeah, it's good, you know, it's not... It's not, it's not a great anecdote, but <laughs> you asked. <laughs> I wanted to know. I'm going to write it down as one of my emergency questions. Right. I want to, but I want to, what I want to find out is what is the, um, what is the oldest that someone's been for their earliest oh, yeah, memory. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's what I want to find out, but that was difficult. So two for you. But what if that's they're in good. a coma? For well, the that thing. doesn't count. It's All like right. they're, they're like a normal person, nothing bad's happened to them. The problem is when I was starting to take the piss out on, this tw on Twitter, people said, well, people who've been through traumas in their life uh, yeah. will often forget their childhood. <laughs> so I thought, I'm oh, probably better Just not. play along. Probably <laughs> just having a laugh. <laughs> I was just taking the piss out of whoever. It was some singer or something. I can't remember who it was. Then the next week it was six. I thought, what's going on? Six years old. Do you remember anything before that? I remember when I definitely because I, I can remember things before I was four definitely because I moved when I was four. Yeah. So I can remember stuff that happened before I was four. And one of my earliest memories finding a they're not going to be interesting is finding a uh, a bird that had fallen a baby bird that had fallen out of a nest in the street We've with my brother and sister and then taking it home and yeah. then it died. Oh. Yeah, it was sad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> one more, one more, and then we'll go back to asking you about your interesting life. Okay. Uh, actually, you might do more than one. Uh, have you ever put your genitals in or near the mouth of a dead animal? That was a waste of the... Sorry, that was a waste. Uh, as, I like kettle crisps, but I don't think they're good as they used to be. Right? If you could travel back in time... What is happening? If you, if you could travel back in time... Uh, to compare any food of today with the, the original version of it in the past. <laughs> a... <laughs> what? Which food? It's a new... This is a new... I'm running this one. It's a new one. Which food... Bring back, bring back parking. Which yeah. food... Is there any food you'd like to taste how it tasted in the olden days? Like, I'd like to go to taste kettle crisps from five years ago and compare them to them well, they now. they didn't have much in the olden days, did they? Well, you know, they did, but things have changed. They just had pies and... <laughs> yeah. That'd be... Would you like, I would be interested to go back and eat a pie from Richard III's day, wouldn't it? See would what you? Yeah, it'd be interesting. Would you, it'd probably have less 
salt and preservatives. <laughs> It'd have less preservatives if we had more rotten meat inside it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're probably right. And on the whole, <laughs> it's probably best uh, we don't need to... Actually, while I remember... Oh, I no. d- well, this is the emergency question. This is, this is an emergency question that someone has paid to ask. They've paid? Yeah. How much? Um, quite a lot of money. It was on part of the Kickstarter. I hope I can answer uh, it. So Hugh O'Sullivan said, what is the most criminal act you committed as a child? Uh, I've stolen a few things. Yeah. What um, was the most expensive of those most things? Most expensive. That would be the most criminal oh, thing. Oh, God. Probably uh, a pen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember stealing a pen. Yeah. I didn't get caught. <laughs> Happy now? <laughs> well, you've made the first mistake that many criminals make, which what? is submitting to your crime. Oh. And now people can come and get you for it. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't... I, did, I, didn't really, I, start, I started shoplifting when I was, like, in my 20s, like, yeah. embarrassingly too late. I, I had a few shoplifting things in my 20s as well. I still yeah. shoplift quite a lot of things now. When, uh, um, it's, it's around, the, yeah, the Ken Campbell era. Yeah. I was shoplifting cheese quite often. Right. It was a Waitrose and I didn't have much money so I'd, I'd often nick some, just some cheese. Yeah. If you're going to steal it though, you know, going to Waitrose is like... Yeah, get the good stuff. Well, I suppose if you're going to steal it. Yeah. <laughs> what was the last thing you stole then? Um, Apparently, the, the most stolen thing in the supermarket are razor blades. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they're so they're, expensive. They are too aren't expensive. They? Really expensive. Well, that's why I steal things that I think are I'm too expensive. So if I feel a crime has been committed, mm, so I still pick, pick and mix. I steal a lot of because <laughs> I feel like that's also there's a there's a line there where it's hard. Yeah. But the other day I did steal. A, I, I was going to steal a pick and mix, and now I know because I've admitted it on this and on Twitter. Someone said, "Well, everyone in WH Smiths is looking out for you stealing pick and mixes," <laughs> which makes it more exciting, to be honest. <laughs> For me. So I start. I start when I'm going to. When I'm on the way to a service, I don't do it at service stations. When I'm on the way to a service station, I'll be. I say I'm on the M1. I tweet and say I'm going to steal a pick and mix. It's like I'm taunting WH Smiths. What, what pick and mix do you have? I like the. I, I forgot what they're called again, but they're like a bubble. They're like a cola bottle, but they taste sort of. Oh gum. yeah, the fizzy ones yeah. are the non-sugary. Well, they're sort of slightly fizzy, but they're blue and pink rather than cola bottles. Oh, those ones. Yeah, yeah. they're good. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the other day I went in and then I was going to steal one then I got cold feet so I put a packet I thought I, they might be looking at me so I, I'm, I did like a whole bag of pick and mix and then I stole all of them <laughs> <laughs> and then I realised that is actually a, that's a crime now it's like when I've just stolen one that isn't a Imagine crime Imagine if you got caught I know but that's it'd, what's it'd exciting about it would have been all over <laughs> But, Richard Herring steals but I'm doing mix. it to show but is it morally <laughs> is it is it worse to have stolen uh, like 50 pick and mixes in 50 separate occasions or just do 20 all at one or, you know yeah, that yeah, is yeah. I'm still I'm satirising myself there by doing that <laughs> I'm potentially going to prison is it the thrill is it part I of the thrill also the free, the free the free stuff free stuff yeah the free, sweet, yeah. free sweets mm. is mainly what I'm going for <laughs> with that uh, no that's that's revealed more about me yeah. than it has about you you stole a pen <laughs> You stole a pen when you were a child. That is uh, very exciting. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, don't steal stuff. It's really, it drives the price. The reason pick and mix are so expensive is mainly because I steal so many. Of them. <laughs> uh, but it's kind of exciting to know people are looking out for you. What do you think would happen if I got caught stealing pick and mix? Like one, one pick and mix. What, one sweet? Just eating one sweet. I think you just get a caution. Yeah, I think you would. 
So, you know, but they would never, they wouldn't write that down anywhere. So you could go, they go, don't do it again. Yeah. And then go to the next place. Yeah. They'd take you into the back room. Yeah. (laughs) Like Ken Campbell. (laughs) There'd be men with lipstick. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay. Um, So, like, you used to uh, uh, box up worming tablets. Yeah. Is that genuinely true? Yeah. It is it. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. I've had an awful life. What 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 amusing things happen during what worming tablets for, uh, dogs, for dogs? Worming stuff? tablets yeah. for dogs. You know to stop them dragging their asses across the carpet. Yeah. That well, it was like ten hours a day. Yeah. Just doing that. That was counting that because they had to be like ten packets in a box, so you'd yeah. have to count ten. Still for, 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 for ten hours. Steal it, steal them, couldn't you? Could have free many free worming tablets yeah. as you wanted. Yeah, you could. <laughs> <laughs> How long did you work doing worming tablets for? I I only stayed there about a month. Yeah. Did uh, anyone last longer than a month? Were there people yes, there who'd been doing yeah, it for I years? I couldn't believe how soul destroying it was. You weren't allowed to sit down and you weren't allowed to talk. Was this in the UK? UK? (laughs) (laughs) This is communist. They said it'd slow you down. Right. And uh, (laughs) the the woman who worked opposite me, she must have been late fifties. And I said, "How long have you worked here?" And she said, "About thirty years." I was like, "Oh, jeez." I said, "Why don't you run away?" (laughs) (laughs) And she said, "Well, I've got a family. You know, I've got a family to feed. I can't." It was a massive wake-up call. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I uh, went back. Because it was a summer holiday job. Yeah. So uh, I really pulled my socks up when I went back to school. Tried harder, you know. Right. <laughs> then went to drama school. <laughs> Blew it all. Um, and you write horoscopes? Yes. For yeah. issue? Linda Cockshot's horoscopes. <laughs> Do you have any good ones coming up? Do you know what's happening in the future? Yes, I've done loads of them, you know. Have you? And uh, it's, it's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> I've got other stuff on the go. Yeah. I might do some more in the future. They're very funny. You Thank should, you. They are very... Because, like, it's, it, a lot of people do, like, a horoscope thing mm, as a joke. Yeah. It's quite hard to do that it's, in a funny way. Yeah, it's hard to keep coming up with new yeah. ones as well. But they're very imaginative. Can you remember any of them? No. No, OK. You'll have to look, <laughs> look up on Standard Issue. There was... No, I can't, oh. I, can't, I, can't do, I can't do them justice because they're really nicely written little things <laughs> so I can't just approximate so I won't uh, do you uh, do you are you any relate do you you know there's 12 Diane Morgans on IMDB there's an artist isn't there there's, there's 12 actresses but I think two of them are you uh, right. because uh, there's, there's one did you see um, when you googled Diane Morgan you yeah. click on images if you scroll down there's a woman with just in bed with her arse out <laughs> Really close to my photos as well. Like, oh, it's awful. Might contact her and tell her to remove it. She's got her arse hanging out of the yeah. bed. The, the writer of A Fishy Tale was Diane Morgan. Was that you? No. Okay. You were, but there's two. I think you're four and eight on IMDb because you were in the Alan Partridge movie, right? Well, if you didn't blink. Yeah, but well, you're down as that. As right. So that's someone. Woman someone's put you in twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number. So you're number eight and number four. What does the that Dian, mean? Of the Diane. There's, there's twelve Diane Morgans Do you mean on the a, IMDb. A, who's number one? Not you. She was. There's one from like 1965. That's the thing. It's, got, it's a common right. name. Uh, 
You've got to watch out. Uh, and when you do your interviews as, as Philomena Kunk, yeah, yeah. you know that's very close to cunt, right? And so there's, uh, that no. could be rude. Okay, just telling you. And spunk as well. It's like two rude words. Just be more careful in the future. Uh, <laughs> when you interview the academics and stuff, yeah. do they know what's going on? Or do they, or you just, do they think they're being interviewed by a normal person? Uh, well, we, we tell them as little as possible. Yeah. And um, I think one guy knew who's the the computers guy, right? Because he was a big Charlie Brooker fan, right? Uh, but he he played along. God bless him. But a lot, I think you could tell the others that just don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun, in, uh, you know, because those academics. I've always enjoyed interviewing them because they're in their own little world. Absolutely. So you can ask yeah. something stupid, and then they will try and. I love it when they try and answer it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and they go on for we we record for about an hour those interviews so they cut down like you should right. see the stuff that doesn't go in. <laughs> uh, and some of them get really angry as well like the last guy on Democracy he looked like he was going to punch me. <laughs> Honestly, they had to stop filming and restrain him. <laughs> and they said, "Can you not be so aggressive with Philomena?" <laughs> I said, "No, just let him be. Let him be aggressive because it's funnier, isn't it? If he's." I wanted him to punch me just because it <laughs> would have made great TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you're doing a sitcom with Andrew Lawrence. A radio sitcom. Yeah. It's already done, yeah. Is it? Yeah, and Graham Fellows plays my dad. Oh, fantastic. I love yeah. Graham Fellows. Andrew Lawrence can't get on TV or radio because of, <laughs> of the conspiracy. It's the conspiracy against him as a white man. He can't get on, <laughs> apart from all the stuff he does. He can't, apart, he can't, can't do it. Are you playing his wife in it? His girlfriend. His girlfriend. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How's that? That must be a fictional thing for him to have had. Uh, sorry. Uh, how's, <laughs> how, how is he? All right. He's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I've just been worried about him. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I don't. I don't really know what's going on no. there. I know that there was some sort of Twitter thing yeah. with him. People were offended. But well, no. I, re I really. I think he's very funny. He's a very funny guy. Yeah. I think the thing is. He, he hates everyone equally, <laughs> you know. He doesn't just more and women and ethnic people more than the other people. <laughs> well, I didn't really get into that okay. with him. I should have asked him, but <laughs> I'm just interested. It was good fun. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? When's it coming out? October, mid October. Won't come out though because of the you know conspiracy against him. It won't. <laughs> it'll never. That'll never be on. Uh, pro I'll probably cut that bit out, Diane. Don't worry. Uh, so. <laughs> I'll probably cut it out. Uh, <laughs> I'll do an emergency question. That'll guess. Okay. That'll guess. That'll, that'll do this, a good one. Is this going well? I can't. It tell. is going. It is. I think it is going all right. <laughs> it's hard be, to tell. You seem to be looking at that book a lot. I know, but that's what I do. That's my job. Oh right, yeah. because I was listening backstage when Stuart was on. Yeah. And you didn't seem to be sort of. Well, young. you couldn't hear from backstage that I was looking at my book. I was. I was looking. Were at you? It. Yeah, I was really looking at it a lot because okay. he's, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It was hard work. It was yeah. hard work with him. Um, what song would you like to replace our national anthem with? Because <laughs> um, I don't think the national anthem is very good and no, worth it's sticking awful, up for. Isn't it? Something that Jeremy I Corbyn would want. You wouldn't have sang it. Nope. No. Even if you were the leader of the Labour Party. Yeah. Even even if I was no. Right. No. What would I have? I'd have. Uh, I believe the children of the future. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I don't know. George Benson or Whitney Houston version though. 
Ooh. No, too much. It's the same song. Uh, so, uh, what would you have? Uh, well, I'd like. Well, I think just something comical and funny. I, I tell you what, I really like at the moment is because I've got a small child. Is yeah. Elmo's song from the from the Sesame Street? Oh, that'd be perfect. It would be. Here he goes. Elmo song. It goes like that. It's it's a song Elmo's made up. But you can change the Elmo to anything. That's what the whole point is. Because Big Bird's annoyed. So you can change it to England song. Yeah. So it could be England. Then if you want like the Queen, you go. Queen with the second song. Elmo song. It's a very good song. I like Elmo. Do you know the Muppet? You know Sesame Street. Did you ever watch it? I was more of a Muppet girl. Yeah. Well, I was as well. But I do remember Sesame Street a bit. And but now having a child, I watch. Uh, Sesame Street a little yeah. bit which in the, I used to watch kids TV when I was just hung over and, and <laughs> four o'clock in the morning when I didn't have a child that was wrong now it's okay for me to talk about this yeah. stuff Elmer I think is brilliant I love him he's, he's happy go luck he's is just the one, one he's quite cute there's and he's one in a bin isn't there no it's not him I like him as well but in Elmer I don't like Big Bird I think Big Bird is a bit of a prick in Elmo's song Big Bird comes and goes oh I wish I had a song as well write your own fucking song been, in Elmo's song he's going Elmo starts singing the song and, El- and Big Bird goes ooh it's quite good isn't it he goes like that he's looking like he's trying to be encouraging but he's actually been patronising and then there's Mr Snuffleupolopolis I do not like him. And when he sings Elmo's song, he does a change. He goes, na 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 snuffy song. He does a little fake thing on the top of it. Does he? Yeah, I hate both of them. <laughs> I think it may be just the oversized Sesame Street characters are all pricks. What was the one in the bin? Oscar the Grouch, he's all right. right yeah, I like that one. And there was the Count, Counted stuff. Yeah, I liked him. He was good. And, but Elmo's great. It's, I think Elmo's my favourite character from literature. <laughs> more because he's very happy-go-lucky and he's nice and he shares his song yeah. and he, you can tickle him and he it, likes that it, who is your favourite Muppet? Uh, I like Janice from the band well this is oh, yeah, the this is who I'd have sex with out of, the, out of the Muppets <laughs> if I had to have sex with the Muppet wasn't the one with the long blonde yeah, hair? yeah blonde hair and quite big mouth yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if David Cameron had put his cock in Janice from the Muppet's mouth yeah. that wouldn't be a problem would it? no one would care about that I think it'd still be weird. <laughs> if it came out, do you think people were saying that's, you know, if the news is put his cock in the Muppet's mouth? <laughs> I'd love that. He's probably put his cock in all kinds of things. I was, yes. o- I was at Oxford University at the same time oh, as David Cameron. Right. Were you? Yeah, and I never did. I never put my cock even but like in a, a woman. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm quite jealous. But about you must it. have. This kind of stuff did go on, didn't it? I don't know. Well, I'd heard of the um, Bullingdon Club because one of my friends wanted to be in it, but there was no way he could be because he was like a comprehensive, comprehensive kid. Uh, and I think it's very hard to get into those things. But I hadn't, didn't really... I just mixed in a completely different world. Weirdly, the comedy was all on in the Oxford Union. So there was a, there was a co- weekly comedy club in the Oxford Union, which is where all those guys were upstairs. We were in a cellar right. downstairs. We could have, if we'd known... We could have been like little Guy Fawkes and blown yeah. them all up and taken yeah. them all out. Because they were all there. Bo- Boris Johnson was there. Cameron, I think Osborne was there. I'm yeah. not sure. Uh, so are there any photos? But they were trying to get hold of the photos. The photos of Cameron and the pig? Yeah. I think that would sort it out, wouldn't it? That yeah. Was, that, by, by the time this comes out, maybe they'll know. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Which, <laughs> just would you love to see a picture of David Cameron's penis in a pig's yes, mouth? Yes, I would. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it happened. Do you not? No. Of course it did. I don't think it did. So you want it to happen, and so you think it's happened, but I don't, it's no, been made just, up by a horrible I, man. You just see it in his eyes. <laughs> but even if it did happen, 
he didn't have sex with a pig. He just put his penis in a dead pig's mouth, which is a very but different thing. Pe- well, technically, though. <laughs> Not having sex with it. Yeah. I feel so, sorry for David Cameron, and I never thought that would happen. Do you? Yeah. Why? Because I think the guy who's done it to him is a much bigger cunt than he is, and so we should be having to go at him. Yeah, well, they're both and, cunts. And I also think if... They're both... They are both cunts. Thank but, you. Um, Thank you. Yes. But also, I just don't think you should be able to just say something about someone and then it becomes true without seeing the photo of it. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, I've that's... made jokes about Debbie McGee, so I can't really come. <laughs> I've never seen the photos, but so you know. But it's you know, it's kind of it's a weird, the weird. weird what have you said about Debbie McGee? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't say any more. We right. may have to cut two bits now. <laughs> uh, all right, look, I'm going to come up with a, this is this is going to this is going to blow you apart. Oh, go on then. Have you ever, no? This I'm really I'm, I'm interviewing uh, Grace and Perry later in the series. Are you? Yeah, like wow. that's that's how that's the caliber of people we get on here. It's very Ooh. exciting, very exciting. But I'm very interested in modern art, and I I kind of create artistic pieces. I I feel. Uh, do you ever come up with ideas for art? Because it's kind of the same as comedy, and it? it's just putting two things together. Well, that I used be together. to. I used to. I nearly went to art school. Did you? There you yeah. go. Yeah, it was, um, it was either drama school or art school. And at the last second, I decided to go to drama school. But I've painted a lot in the past. What, what kind of stuff did you paint? Oil paints, portraits. Was conceptual, Sold a realistic. lot of stuff. Did you? Yeah. That'd be worth a lot of money, though. No, it's like Hitler. <laughs> I know. I feel like having no. something owned by Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Done by Hitler. Similar, <laughs> similar thing. Yeah. Uh, what, kind of, what, what kind of stuff were you painting? Faces. Yeah. <laughs> Quite good. Yeah. I might go back to that at some point, you know, when it all goes tits up. <laughs> That's not going to happen, no. That's oh, good. I might. Yeah, I might do. <laughs> might, it could happen to any of us. That's the problem. We don't know. We yeah. don't know. You've been doing... Oh, well, I saw you doing this... Um, you recently, you've done this uh, parody of the couples. Is it the couples? Couples, couples yeah. Couples. Called the wankers. Yeah. Which is worth... You doing? But you do quite a lot of uh, sort of short film for stuff. Do you? Is that fair to say? Or? I like a lot of short films because I think, you know, after a minute, you're bored, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> we specifically made them really short so that, you know... Because when I start watching someone's short film, if it's over, like, three minutes, I'm like, come on! <laughs> so uh, that's why I like them. I like them short. Yeah. I'm wearing a couple's jacket. It's hypocritical, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think it is because you're parodying the ad- you're parodying the advert- adverts of it, not but the clothing. But I'll buy their clothes. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. I like Marmite, but I do a joke about not liking Marmite in my re- current show because it's funnier to say I don't <laughs> like Marmite. I've been invited, but I've been invited to be. I can't believe this is true, right? Yeah. Because I've mentioned Marmite at some point in my past. Someone's got in touch asking me if I'll be some kind of like ambassador for Marmite. Really? Uh, and it's not like a paid thing. It's like you go on some website and you say, do you like Marmite? And the reward for doing it is a lifetime supply of Marmite. <laughs> but, I mean, how do they work that out? Because I eat a lot of Marmite. You know, the big tubs of Marmite. You know, if I have the little thing of Marmite, that's about enough Marmite for one piece of toast for me. Yeah, it sounds like they're going through your bins. It might be. That's, I'm, that's I'm, great, though. I'm kind of interested to work out. I'm, I'm still going to say yes because I want to work out yeah, how the, much the a lifetime face supply. Of Marmite. <laughs> I don't think I'd even be the face. I think I'd just be a mysterious figure. <laughs> I'm called upon, you know, maybe if there's a situation where Marmite's in trouble, they would if, call if, me out to go, no, Marmite is good. If you could be the face of anything, what would yeah. you be? Um, 
um, having sex with Gemma Chan from uh, Humans. That'd be the face of that. I was thinking more of a product. <laughs> just when anyone's talking about having sex with Gemma Chan from Robots, from Humans, I just come on and talk about it. Do you think you should be allowed to have sex with robots? Because uh, it's a big controversial subject now. There's, there's... I think that's fine. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. See, my wife really disagrees. I think it's going to drive us apart. Because she would see it as being unfaithful. And, I mean, it's not going to happen for oh, 50 right, years. Yeah. But they're not. It's a robot. It's not a human being. Yeah. It's like women, most, a lot of women use vibrators, don't they? Yeah. And that is like a robotic... That's like a robot. And they've just gone, <laughs> don't bother with the rest of it, mate. It's okay. <laughs> so, so I know just... Chuck that lot away. I think that is more offensive <laughs> to men and robots than having, you know, just at least go, uh, put, go through the pretense of having the bloke there as well. But he, he knows about it yeah. and, and it's the same one all the time. Yeah. So I think it's different if it's like, if you're sleeping with loads of robots. I'm not talking about going out and having sex with hundreds of robots. So you've got your own personal yeah, robot. Yeah, just got one robot. She knows about it. Well, yeah, she would. But I would be honest be about it. Yeah. Well, not if she says it's not fine, though. You can't come into our marriage and say, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine, Katie, don't worry. That's, let him have his fun with I'm his sure robot. she'd rather the robot than, you know. Yeah, but I think I'd get a robot that you could change the face of and stuff. <laughs> it opens up an ethical debate, doesn't it? Because like, in the future, it's beyond our, my lifespan anyway. Uh, poor unfortunately, wife. Uh, is that... You'll be able to choose anyone, and who owns the. If someone wants to have sex with me and I don't want to have sex with them, they you could make a the robot of me, just like, and then bang, and they're having sex with me. And then that, what? What about my copyright of my own image? I don't want people having sex with me. What if someone wants to have sex with me and then they get a robot of me and then they have film the robot having sex with them and then say that was Richard Tavern having sex with me? But people might be having sex with your image right now. They you don't be. know. You can't stop them. I can stop. Well, it's interesting because <laughs> masturbation is that in your, you know, you'll fantasise about someone. So that's interesting. That's an interesting dilemma. I've thought about this a lot. Uh, but, you know, you could use that, you know, if you think how awful trolls are now, for example, imagine if they had access to a robot of someone, they could do all sorts of horrible things to it, wouldn't they? Oh, right, yeah. And then so they could use it as an, a way to abuse an actual person. Mm. Yeah, so... So if you Got, had a robot, then yeah. whose face would you put on it? Uh, Gemma Chan from uh, <laughs> at the moment. What was like your first celebrity crush? The um, earliest one that you can remember. I, uh, that I really liked. Um, I think there was someone before this, but I, I really liked um, the blonde one from ABBA. The blonde one from the ABBA. The blonde one. Yeah, the blonde one. You can't Ag even remember her name. <laughs> I didn't know her name at the time. Agnita, uh, and then I liked Barry Manilow. <laughs> and Nana Muscuri. Wow! And uh, there's a lot of singers. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the blonde one from Sweet, who was a man, yeah. Brian Connolly. Brian Connolly. Brian Brian Connolly. Brian Connolly. <laughs> Brian, Brian Connolly. <laughs> you had a crush on Brian Connolly. Brian Connolly. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Brian Connolly from the suite. Not Brian Connolly. Oh, right, not like. It's Brian, a puppet. Brian Connolly. Not him. <laughs> right, okay. Who was, your, right, who was your first celebrity? Finally. Thank you. Uh, Dave Allen. 
Was it? Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's a good choice. It sort of still is. Yeah. It's like, you know, I never really got over him. Yeah. Oh. I know, it's sad, isn't it? <laughs> I love Dave Allen. He's amazing. I mean, not, not in that way. <laughs> I, I also quite like the, uh, the spiv from Dad's Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> He was, was it James Walker or was that the character? That was the James, character James Beck. Beck. James Beck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, was it before he died or after he died? <laughs> he died very young. You might you weren't alive when he died. Probably not. I don't know what year did he die. I, oh, I like him. I was I was alive at the time. Well, I liked him when time. he was alive anyway. Did he? Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. There's lots of flies. Right. Let's grab here. <laughs> It's just sort of a disgusting cesspool. Uh, and however much you clean up, there are terrible uh, flies all over the place. Uh, so, uh, yeah, cool. Well, look, um, I'm going to ask you about a question that I have thought of for a long time. I wish I'd asked you about the ghosts out here. Yeah. But I'll ask you this instead. Have you ever seen a Bigfoot? <laughs> it was a gamble. <laughs> It was a terrible gamble. Do you come up with terrorist ideas? Because Charlie Brooker had some good ones. Do you come up with plans to wipe out lots no, of human beings? No, I don't, wouldn't know how to do that. Yeah, but just I can't even fantasy. drive. <laughs> That's a good one, though. You could drive. I mean, you could do more damage with a car than you could Yeah, with... drive over people. Yeah. Back over... No. <laughs> you must never learn to drive. That would be a terrible... And then you might be able to run some people over. It would be fun. What do you think is worth, worse, bestiality or necrophilia? Which is Be- the wor- bestiality? Worse? Yeah, having sex with an animal or having sex with a dead person or animal. Uh, and the, the um, animals, yeah, yeah. definitely bestiality. Yeah, really. I think so because they're alive, aren't they? I know, but then isn't and, there? You know, I don't know. Maybe they'd enjoy it. They don't care. They don't care. They don't remember. Yeah, no. No, I'm going with the other one. Okay. Necrophilia. They're both bad. It's worse. But why can't everyone be babies, though? <laughs> don't, we just, don't we don't think it'd be great? We're just all babies. Work. No. <laughs> we'd all be friends. We'd starve to death. I know, it doesn't matter. Sort of does, though. We'd <laughs> die out. It would be fun for the day. <laughs> for the day. There wouldn't, it wouldn't yeah, matter, exactly. we'd all be babies. There wouldn't be any nappies because we'd be babies. And there wouldn't be anyone who would put the nappies on. You'd just poo in the, sh- in the ground. And it would be beautiful. That's how nature intends. <laughs> just wee yourself. They <laughs> don't care, babies, I tell you. They're like, that's Th- amazing. This is much stranger than I thought it is would it, be. Is it, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's partly because the audience are just sitting there staring at us like we, mm. they've been forced to come in here. It's... <laughs> It's like a dream. It's it like is a, like it's a like dream. It's like a bad dream. It is. <laughs> it is very much like that. <laughs> this will run it round. Do you have a favourite towel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's I it think everyone like? does. Yeah. Well, you'd be surprised. Yeah. Well, when you first buy them, they don't sort of absorb, do they? You have to wash them a few times. You know, if you first buy a towel, when you first use it the first few times, it just moves the water around, doesn't it? It doesn't soak it up. So you've got to find one that's like, you know, a good few months, not too old, but not too new. Yeah. You know, and it's good size. I like I a bath sheet. My, yeah, well, I like the big ones, but I stick, when I got a favourite, I stick with it. Yeah. How, through thick and thin, literally. Do you ever wash it? Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if, I, you know, if it's in the washing machine, I use a different towel, but right. it's still my favourite towel. I'm yeah. thinking this isn't my favourite towel, the yeah. one I'm using. 
I'll be glad when my favourite one's back. Is it, is it more of a comfort blanket? No. Oh. It's just I like it. I, I, it knows my body. <laughs> it knows, it's learnt the contours. <laughs> where the dampness gathers. And uh, it just does the job. Are you a fan of memory foam? Memory foam? No, no, no. no are you? Never tried it. No. If you could assassinate any public figure Ooh, yeah. and get oh. away with it, who would you choose to kill? I've just got just one person. You can do, I could do a few. <laughs> I, I would probably go for... Well, say if I had, like, one bullet. Yeah. I'd line three people up. Okay. So that hopefully you'd get them all. Yeah. Cameron... Uh, Ian Duncan Smith. Ah, oh, poor and, old Ian uh, Duncan Smith. What's that other fucking arsehole? <laughs> yeah, yeah, him, the, definitely him. Hey? Jeremy Hunt. No, the other one with the eyes. Michael Gove. No, the. That's who I've got. Osborne, yeah. Osborne. Osborne. Just conservative. Those three. I had the chance to kill uh, Michael Gove. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I had several chances, but I saw him unarmed, un- unprotected in the. Oh. Unarmed, unprotected. So what would you have done? Did I had it... a beer bottle. I could have smashed him in the face with it. He was with his kids, oh, and you know, <laughs> also I'd have it's gone to prison them, for like it, years yeah. to see their father bludgeoned to death. Yeah. I mean, even if your dad's Michael Gove, mm. you still got a. There must be some residue of love in there. Yeah. <laughs> but it was interesting to see. It was interesting, and then I, you know, I tried to write about it in the Metro because I write for the Metro. Yes. They wouldn't let me. They wouldn't let me write about it in the Metro. That, that I, I was regretting the fact that I could have killed Michael Gove. I think because they thought I was revealing that Michael Gove walked around without bodyguards and therefore someone might go, Oh, right, Ooh. that's a good idea, yeah. <laughs> ah. But, you know, give him a body... I mean, if anyone needs a bodyguard, not yeah. from terrorists and stuff, just from anyone in the street. Yeah. Michael Gove's the worst one, I think, out of all of them. Yeah. No, actually, you know, yeah. Osborne is. Osborne's Osborne. definitely... Uh, Osborne's Osborne. Definitely Osborne, he's like a snake, isn't he? His eyes... He's disgusting. I, I, you know, I don't know any stories about him that I could tell you. Because uh, was he there at the same time? He, I think he was, but he, I, there, if he must be shitting himself about becoming prime minister, because if he becomes prime minister, there's a lot more stuff that that someone like Ashcroft could say about him than. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. there's there, there's sort of semi stuff on record about him, but he's yeah. The, what the stuff about the pencils? Well, there's there is the stuff about the pencils. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's on record. Uh, but uh, the pencils, pencil Osborne, pencils Osborne. Uh, is, but, that, but then that's what's interesting about it, is if there are these figures who pay for the, the parties and they can reveal, you know, they have them in that thrall. That's what's, that's what's terrifying about it, is the people behind the scenes. So if Osborne becomes Prime Minister, mm. he must be always worrying that he's going to be revealed for what he is, mm. the most awful man alive. Oh, assassinated. Uh, and, and so, therefore, you know, these people have a power over him to do whatever they want him to do, don't they? Mm. So that's the terror. So it's not about people. It's about the people with the money and with the stories that they've made them do these things. And then... And I think it's... A, you know, I think, I think it's... Because it's so funny, the idea of a man who has a slightly red and weird face putting his cock in a pig's mouth. <laughs> it's hard to get beyond that mm, and think is, about yeah. the implications beyond it. Yeah, I don't think anyone could think of anything else, no. could they, for a good three days. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever come up with a good uh, zombie film idea? My one's having Wombles as zombies or I've Babies as zombies. I've never really been into zombies. No? no, or vampires. 
I like I mean I like vampires from the seventies, but not like modern American young teenage vampires. I'm sick of them. There's a lot of them. There's too many. And a lot of zombies. Yeah. Mm. What if the zombies were babies though, or wombles? <laughs> what if they were baby wombles? What if zombies were baby wombles? <laughs> <laughs> what then? <laughs> what then, Diane? What then? Well, I mean. Were you not prepared for that question? Uh, no. <laughs> what have you got coming up in the near future? Because we're going to have to stop talking to you in a second. Okay, uh, I've got. Um, I'm doing a sitcom. Uh, Joe Wilkinson. Oh yes. Beardy Joe has written a sitcom with David Earl. Oh yes. Called Rovers. Okay. And uh, I'm going to be in that. Good. That's November sorted. <laughs> and are you going to do more stuff with Joe, like the, as the double act, or as the? I doubt it. No. No. It's really good. He's too busy. He won't be busy for no, long. I, He'll be fine. I, you know, you you want to do other things yeah. though, don't you? I mean, I'd love to work with him again, but maybe do something different. You know. Yeah. Keep it interesting. Yeah. 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 Good. Mm. Well, thank you so much for coming along. My pleasure. Having a bad dream with me. <laughs> It's been a dream for me and a terrible dream for me. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, give a massive round of applause. Diane Morgan, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming. You have been listening to Richard Harris at the Square Theatre Podcast with me, Richard and my guest, Diane Morgan. The music is by Pest. Nearly forgot their name then. They're very good. I don't know why I forgot. Thank you very much to everyone at the Square Theatre. Thank you to everyone at uh, GoFastTheStrike.com, especially Chris Evans, not that one. This was produced by Dave Cribb. It's a Sky Potato production mainly, but also Fuzz and GoFastTheStrike.com are involved in that in some ways. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends if you've enjoyed it. If you haven't enjoyed it, tell them it was good anyway. And then look at their astonished faces afterwards when they find out it was rubbish. Thanks for listening. It's been quite good. You can keep supporting us by going to gofasterstripe.com slash badges, buying a badge or just making a donation. If you go monthly, then you get loads of extras like a secret channel of backstage interviews or just go to gofasterstripe.com and buy a DVD or book of mine and that will also help me bring up my child. Uh, you can come and see these shows at Leicester Square Theatre. Uh, go to leicestersquaretheatre.com for tickets. I'm also performing my show Happy Now around the country go to richtain.com and you can find out all about that there but just tell your friends about this show if you like it especially if your friends are big hollywood executive movie executives who would like to do a movie of my podcast that is my ultimate aim all right thanks for listening bye